Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We'll turn the morning into afternoon, take you until 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. As you listen in in San Angelo on ESPN 960 and here in the Hubbleplex, Talk 103.9 FM News, Money Sports. You could already be texting in. You know what to do on a Monday. you got to start the week off knowing what you believe in, sports or otherwise. So that's what we ask you. What do you believe this week? Also, you hand out those highly coveted Raiderland helmet stickers. There are many helmet stickers. There's only one Raiderland helmet sticker, sports or otherwise. Who deserves some recognition today? People in your world out there, 806-855-3712. you got to use the 806 or we don't get your text messages, 855-3712. Of course, we've got uh, NFL, divisional round, Cowboys done, 1912. The Mahomes injury will be talked about all week on the high ankle sprain. And then we've got the conference game set up. Speaking of conference, uh, we've got uh, Texas Tech still on the men's side, over in the league now, 0-7 after a very familiar-looking script. Uh, lead, play well first half, and watch it ebb away in many different ways, many different times in the second half, and the loss to the Lavender Purple uh, Kitty Cats there in Manhattan. So plenty of things to look at today. We want to get your thoughts on all that and more. 806-855-3712 on the text line. If you've downloaded the apps and you're listening right now, that's cool. You can always... Let us know where you're listening from. If you hadn't turned on notifications, you need to do so. And by all means, if you hadn't turned, uh, gotten the app, download it at kkm.com or wherever you get your apps. Be sure and follow the station on Twitter, at Talk1039. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. The show never ends. Uh, we've got our own website, theraiderland.com. We do the daily broadcast around 6.30ish in the evening. You can see our latest columns and content right there at theraiderland.com. We'll be back tonight around 6.30 or so. To recap the day with you, uh, Twitter Live, Facebook Live, uh, we kind of bounce back and forth. So just follow us on Twitter at Ryan Hyatt Media. You'll find out where to link up with us. He's Rob Bro, a third of the Gambling Gauchos, host of the Rob Bro Show from one to Monday through Friday here on Talk 103.9. He pulses the people. King O'Hat of the day. And uh, a man who I was hoping that he would get a chance to visually enjoy for the first time in his adult life, a Dallas Cowboys division round win. And I really kept thinking it was possible. Yeah, it was. All th- uh, up until the surrender punt, I really thought, okay, this is going to be ugly. This is going to be epically u- ugly. But even without Pollard, th- even with the Dakin, okay, they're there. And then, then they didn't. And there you go, 1912. We said on Friday we would believe any outcome. And yeah. there you go. That's one of the outcomes that was believable. Yeah, I I thought the game would play under. I, I didn't think the Cowboys would be as good on offense as they were last week. That 49ers defense is really good. I thought the Cowboys defense played really good, too. Yes, they did. Uh, Brock Purdy's been averaging like 35 a game. You held them to 19. You just kind of ran out of steam defensively on that last drive or two. Um, then you got the stop, and 
had the ball back with 45 seconds, and then you call up the strangest formation of all time. They call a timeout, and then you stay in that formation after Cavante Turpin pats Dak on the butt and says, hey, I'll catch it. Throw it to me. And then you just throw it to him still. Yeah. Zeke's at center. The guards are in the backfield. I don't know what was going on there. I assume it's lovely when they tried it in practice back in August or whenever they work on it at the end of some workouts here and there. I would, lo- I would love to see what it looks like. You know, because McCarthy wouldn't answer the questions after the game. About, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it, what it looks like. I'm like, yeah, go ahead and tell us what it looks like because you'll never get to run it again. Turpin should have stayed behind the offensive lineman, I guess. Yeah. Or throwing it back to... T.Y., I don't know what they were trying to do. No. Brutal. Uh, that's the way Brutal. the world ends, not with a bang, but with a little bit of a thud. It goes out with yeah. a whimper. So the Cowboys, they go out in the divisional round. We'll get your thoughts on that today. That's uh, part of our question of the day, in addition to, I'm sure, a lot of Tech basketball thoughts and, and NFL in general, plus your helmet stickers and what do you believe to be true. Uh, okay, so the, for the Cowboy fans today, question of the day, how do you grade the season? What do you do now to get better? What is the what happens next? Do you stay the course with Dak and McCarthy? Are there fundamental changes you make? Is it time for a new offensive coordinator? Will you lose Dan Quinn as your defensive coordinator? Uh, what what happens next? And if you're a Cowboy fan, did you get everything you could out of this season? Are you satisfied with where it ended up? Maybe not how it ended, but from a Cowboy fan perspective, how do you how do you grade the season? A lot of regular season wins. You fought through a Dak injury. Then you fought through Dak being being Dak at times. I mean, this time a week ago, well, no, uh, this time Tuesday, we're talking about Dak having one of his greatest performances in a high-leverage situation. Yeah, and he was on time in those throws. He was on time in the Bucks game. Mm-hmm. He was two seconds late again, like he'd been all season against the 49ers. I just I don't understand... In in that high level situation, how you're that late to the sideline, like you're a high school quarterback. So that's a question. What do you do? How do you rate the season? You tell us, Cowboy fans. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. And of course, we uh, we can look at Texas Tech's loss there at Kansas State. Got some thoughts there. We'll entertain yours. It's West Virginia on Wednesday. Is that the uh, is that the first Big Twelve win for this team? You tell us. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Doughboy, the first one checking in today. He's in Virginia. Our resident trucker in Raiderland, Guns Up Trucking, shout out. He's headed to the tropics of Texas, woke up to snow in Pennsylvania. Get me south quick. I got bad news for you. Got bad news for you because we got the snow down here, it looks like. Well, at least in West Texas. I don't know what it's doing back down San Antonio way. But, uh, yeah, and the first cancellations are rolling in. I think yeah. I saw Cooper Boys and Girls Soccer. Um, whenever this stuff rolls in. That's got to be a temperature thing, right? Yeah, temperature and wet. And maybe well, maybe I, travel. I don't I don't know for yeah. sure. I mean, because as soon as you start canceling stuff, nothing's going to happen, right? But it will be cold. Yeah. Either way, now I've seen high school soccer played in just bitterly cold temps. Right. I mean, I've seen it in the 30s, 40s. Wind, like it's the dead of winter. Let's play an outdoor sport, right? And not call it cross country. I don't get it. Don't get me started on that. But there are reasons why they have to do it that way. Uh, our cousin Joe texted in. Hey, Joe, Joe. 
Uh, greetings to the Hubaplex. Hated that the Cowboys lost, he said. Yeah. <laughs> I was prepared. You had hedged yourself emotionally on yeah, Friday incredibly I mean, I, well. Well, I just I didn't expect to win. The the 49ers are a better team. They're better coached. Yeah, I think they're the best team in the NFC, so, quite frankly. It would have been an upset. It would have been awesome. But I do not trust Mike McCarthy. I did not trust him yesterday, and he proved me right. The punt decision, no good. The um, The clock management, again, I, mean, I Shan- assume you could see Shan- the clock. Shanahan wasn't great either at the end. But no, no, I mean... I thought Shanahan turtled up more than even normal. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a coach who's expert at you know hiding flaws and what. I thought he was incredibly conservative, even yeah. for himself yesterday, which is a, a big reason why that door was being left open uh, there for the Cowboys, even on a, a bad day. So, so there you go. What do you do? Do you stay the course? That's the question. What do you? How does this team get better? You know what they're doing right now? They're also asking these same questions in Buffalo, New York. That now there are a lot of questions about McDermott. Uh, are they squandering Josh Allen? Is Josh Allen really? I mean, they regressed this year. Last year they were 13 seconds away, and he was bad in both playoff games. And he was bad down the stretch. Uh, that they're having the same conversations about a window there. All of a sudden in Buffalo, right? If you're the Cowboys, do you have the guts? To go full Rams and buy a Super Bowl roster for a one-year one window. Is Dak your quarterback while you do it? I, I mean, if Matt Stafford can make a Super Bowl, I think Dak can. Yeah. Especially if you load up on defense. I don't think Mike McCarthy's the guy. And if you want, if you want Micah Parsons long-term in Dallas, you fire Mark McCarthy... And promote Dan Quinn. I would. I would say. Do you want Dan Quinn as the head coach? Though, do you no, lose but him, I, the but, but I want, of him as no, the DC? But I want him in Dallas. I, okay. Now, under your scenario, okay. If you fire McCarthy, we talked last week. Isn't, isn't Sean Payton the same guy? No, I don't want Sean Payton. Okay. I'd rather have Dan Quinn. Okay, so you, you'd go Dan Quinn. You get a new offensive coordinator. Yes. I don't know. Take your pick. You get a, get a different offense coordinator. Go who is uh well if the Dolphins hire Sean Payton get Mike McDaniel. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Text on the text line eight zero six eight five five three seven one two five takeaways from last night's game. One, Dak will never take them to the promised land. Two, Pollard's injury ruined the game plan. Three, it was ridiculous how much time Kittle had to juggle that ball to the, uh, ball around. Four. Defensive penalties killed them. Five, the Cowboys don't pay me enough to care about that loss. We'll get them next year. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs closing his eyes and whiffing on George Kittle. You know why? Instead of going after the ball, you know why? is wild. He's afraid he's going to get hit with a targeting call, a defenseless receiver, that those guys no. are... No, they no, are. He's I, I'm just telling stupid. You. No, I'm telling you. He went for the kill shot, Ryan. I, 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 I think... mean he's afraid of a target? He no, went for the kill shot. I, I think that's what destroyed his, his angle and everything else, that these guys are so concerned about it. It also helped the Cowboys later. I don't think Trayvon Diggs has a brain space to think of that in the moment. Who was it, who was it that nearly had Dak for the safety uh, during 
during the late. Uh, now that Armstead or whatever, uh, yeah, now that might have been true. See that? I think he was like, "Oh, I can't touch the quarterback here. I got to. I'll just kind of, you know, look like we're slam dancing in the early '80s, late '70s." He Dak left the pocket so fast on that. There, there was a clean pocket, and he ran yep. out of it into the end zone. Yep. All right, step up. Here we go. How do you uh, grade the season if you're a Cowboy fan? What do you do? Are you stuck? Is this it? That it's Dak and McCarthy and this is what you got? You're going to live with it? What do you do? What do you want the team to do? Also, let's hand out some uh, Raiderland helmet stickers. I know one young man who's going to get one. I still consider him a young man. 806-855-3712. Take basketball on your mind. Uh, tell us what you saw this weekend or any other thoughts there. 806 855 Three seven one two. We're doing our first time out of the morning. We got you till one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Eleven twenty. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro hanging out with you guys here in the Arctic Air Studios, just getting things going. We'll take you to one o'clock on ESPN nine sixty in San Angelo, and here in the Hubbleplex Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Question of the day: How do you grade this Cowboy season if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan? Well, what do you do now to get better? Do you stay the course with Dak McCarthy? What do you do? What changes? Would you like to see made, if anything? What do you believe to start the week? Every Monday we ask you that. And then let's hand out some helmet stickers uh, for folks deserving a little bit of praise and recognition, sports or otherwise. So lots of NFL. Uh, Texas Tech basketball on your mind. That's good. we got some thoughts on what we've seen the last few games out of them uh, that we'll delve into as we go through the hour and maybe into hour number two. But you're welcome to... Uh, hit us on the text line with anything you got. 806-855-3712. May I hand out a Raiderland helmet sticker? We haven't done this one in a while because, well, every week he does the same thing. But Patrick Mahomes has to get a helmet sticker uh, to play through that injury. To play through that injury and play pretty darn effectively Yeah, is, uh, again, we're just so used to the impossible with him, that I don't know how many players would have been able to come back and function. And it is, it is, it's tribute to his arm strength that he could use no back foot leverage almost at all. Zero. And still be throwing dimes around the field. Hey, helmet sticker also to Chad Henney. Yes. Anything is possible. Yes. The 98-yard drive while Chief's Patrick record. Mahomes was getting the, the tape job and probably a shot or uh, two. Yeah. Maybe even some, uh, maybe even some needle shots as well. But yeah, yeah Henny, I mean. uh, Chiefs record, not, not liquor shots. What? No, I think it was. I think they took him back, and you know, said, "All right, yeah, you're, you're going to." Well, want, they took some paint shots. That's what I said. Yeah, no, not the paint shots. I mean, he had that too. I'm saying you're going to want a shot or two at Jack. Oh. Trust us. <laughs> Just throw this down real quick. You need to be feeling no pain. Um, to to do that. With zero ability to really stand on your right leg is ridiculous. And allegedly, they said uh, he was looking better than expected, but what was expected? Right, that he'd be completely out. So, I, he's going to play. 
Yeah, he'll try to play. Um, I I am very nervous for Patrick because the Bengals have very good blitzing defensive yes, backs. Do. Oh, they'll and they murdered Josh Allen in the fourth quarter. And I would assume early and often they're going to do that. And you're going to have a lot of checkdowns. And if Travis Kelsey's catch total is anything under six, six and a half. Hammer it. Hammer it. Because he's going to go to Travis Kelsey early and often. Yeah. Um, yeah, they will bring the house on him. Mahomes had some interesting comments after the game regarding Andy Reid convincing him to get, not just throw, but protect himself. And I think he used the term protect myself because you just – you can't have the franchise back there right. just getting creamed. I was amazed that he was playing. Yeah. Um, I was amazed he went back out there for that the one drive. Mm. Like when he was hurt, right. he stayed in. To me, that was a failing on the Chiefs to say, hey, no, yeah. go get go get tape, go fix it, and then and then we can see what happens. But I mean, I guess credit to the Chiefs, too, to let him do what he thinks he can do. But In the back of my mind, I'm sitting there thinking that he may even be going, okay, I've got to give Henny a minute to throw a ball. To warm up, maybe. i got got to see if I can buy some time here. Yeah. Do something. Let Henny get in at least some sort of – you're not coming in hot, but, you know, just throw a pass. But that's two two playoffs in a row. Uh, no, it was the was year the Browns before two last. Years ago? Yeah, it was the Mayfield. Yeah, two uh, two years ago game. It was. And Chad Henney still in the league. Still, still around. Texter, it's nice to dream, but Jerry will not get rid of his puppet McCarthy. Okay. Texter, not only are you stuck with McCarthy and Dak, you're stuck with Zeke also. I don't know. Are you? Will he be able to physically recover from what happened on the final play of the game? <laughs> Got hammered. My gosh. That was... I thought he was going to sack uh, Dak on the play just by getting shoved back into him. Yeah. Speaking of puppets, immediately after the game, old Babe Loffenberg and Brad Sham are just earning paychecks, man. Oh, man. Well, you know, after that first game, you didn't think they'd do it. You were playing for draft picks after that first game, and... Uh, Dak got hurt, and hey, look at this season, man! Look at look at all you did. Twelve games, two years in a row. No, babe, shut up. The Cowboys need to do something. They need to shake something up. Yeah, they still and they're rem- not good enough. They still remember what happened to Dale Hanson when Dale Hanson oh, spoke his mind. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> I was it, immediately after the game. I'm in my truck, and they're they're already. Oh man, you that was a great season. Great season. Just just incredible comeback. No. I, okay, I don't listen to them enough to make value statements. But I do talk to some people who do say that the tenor of the broadcast over the last 3-4 years is is done more of what you're saying. Oh, they're that it's it's bad. That it's pretty much intellectually dishonest during the course of a game. Yeah. What is going on? That, and again, I don't listen enough to make that. I just know people who do, and they, and I trust their broadcast opinion. That it's just, I mean, I, I don't want to throw a Hall of Famer like Brad Sham under the bus, but you said he's just taking checks, you know? Yeah, maybe so. Well, it was more Babe. Yeah, but Brad was also doing it. Babe though was piling it on, man. Got to sell those sweets. 
Texter, I believe on a Monday the Cowboys will continue to make the Jones family a lot of money, but will never win as long as Jerry owns them, and I no longer think Dak can win consistently enough to take us to the Super Bowl. Yeah, a week ago, Dak great. But the texter uses the word consistently. Okay, maybe you just describe 90%, 85% of the quarterbacks in the NFL. What's what's so frustrating is the Cowboys have a top six roster in the NFL. And unable to maximize it. But that's not Jerry on the field making terrible boneheaded decisions. Now, I know he hired and is keeping Mike McCarthy, but... Like there has to be some separation there. I feel like a broken record. I'll say it so you don't have to. The conversation should never be about Jerry. It should be about the ownership structure. Jerry goes. Stephen Jones stays. Nothing changes. Yeah. Nothing changes fundamentally. Right. It, it gets just worse. won't be Jerry out there, you know, making comments where Jerry tries to talk through the media to support his decisions on, on, you know, Dak and certain players. I mean, Steven also has a radio show. Yeah. Or at least a spot where he goes on every week. He just nods. It's pretty compelling. Texter says the way the Cowboys are constructed from ownership down this year was the best they'll ever do. When we return, more of your text messages. Bottom of the hour break. Let's hand out some more helmet stickers. NFL playoffs, they gave us some really interesting games, minus one, I guess. So 75%, not bad. Philly and New York was certainly not interesting. How do you grade the Cowboys' season? What do you do to get better? You tell us. 806-855-3712. Quick bottom of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. It's 11.34, you got Ryan Hyatt's Raider Land featuring Rob Rowe taking you to 1 o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios. Listen in in Lubbock on Talk 103.9 FM, News Money Sports in San Angelo, ESPN 960. And wherever you may call home, driving around, listening on your app today. Question of the day, how do you grade the Cowboys seasons? What do you do to get better? Do you stay the course? What happens next? What do you want to see? I know what you want to see, you just want to see them win. Hand out some Raider Land helmet stickers today, if you will. Anyone and everyone deserving a little recognition. And what do you believe to be true to start the week? we got Tech Basketball losing at Kansas State tonight. Uh, what we got? we got Kansas at Baylor. Kansas actually catching points in this one after just getting stomped at Fog Allen Saturday afternoon by TCU. This league. This league. Yeah, what a week for TCU. Yeah. TCU beating Kansas State by 20. Yeah. Losing in Morgantown and then winning by 20 plus biggest margin of victory at, at Lawrence for an opposing team in like 50 years. Yeah. 
This league. This league. Pretty amazing. I mean, just before every game, they're all just doing fireball shots, man. <laughs> I mean, let's just go out there and see what happens. It Crazy. is Crazy. It is uh it is really if if you weren't a fan of an 0 7 team, it'd be right. a hell of a league to watch. And by the way, West Virginia coming into town Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Your according to all the sites and metrics, this is your most likely win of the year. Left. Period. End of sentence. And they're top thirty in the Kenpo. Yeah. But that's your most winnable. Yeah. Against the top thir- against the thirtieth team in the country. All right, eight oh six eight five five three seven one two. Rob, were you, uh, were you moving furniture this weekend? Uh, no, no, because texter on the text line is accusing you of that. Robert says, "Rob, you're just shuffling the chairs around. Let Callen go. Let McCarthy take over. Let's see what a West Coast offense and Dak look like." That's shuffling the chairs around. Yeah, you really haven't done anything there. How about this? Trade for DeAndre Hopkins. He's on the block. Give away your future. Cut Dak and go get Aaron Rodgers for a year. There you go. Now that's not shuffling deck chairs. <laughs> I mean, let's let's do something. You missed out on Tom Brady. You could have you could have not paid Dak and gotten Tom Tom Brady for two years, three years, whatever he's been at the Bucks. Hmm. Texan wants. I didn't want to do it at the time, but yeah. But all of a sudden, so who's in a better situation right now, Dallas or Buffalo? Mm, Buffalo. Yeah, I'd still say Buffalo at this point, even though they're clearly third in the AFC. Right. Clearly. Yeah, I think. Think Buffalo's closer than the Cowboys are, but I don't know. I, I I think Buffalo paid Josh Allen too much. With the Chiefs, they've still been able to miraculously uh, put together a roster. The Bengals are paying Josh uh, or Joe Burrow like five percent right now of their cap space. Yeah, rookie contract. That's how you win a quarter, uh, Super Bowl. Uh, they'll be a lot worse when they have to pay Jamar Chase and. Uh, Joe Burrow, which I think they're going to pay Joe Burrow this offseason, which is really stupid. Um, and then Josh Allen, but I don't know that they can keep that roster together either. No. The Chiefs are really the only ones doing it. I saw a stat the other day where I guess Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are the only two quarterbacks in the last 10 years to win a Super Bowl taking up more than 12% of the cap. Which which goes back to what do we, what do we say? Quarterbacks on their rookie deal. Yeah. Running backs. Yes. On their rookie deal. You should never pay a running back a second contract. I don't care how good they are. Uh, before we get back to the uh, text line, the Pollard injury. Uh, Tough. It, it was game altering. Uh, certainly. Is that his last game as a Cowboy? Yeah, I think so. That's a minimum three month recovery time. It is now you're now you're an injured. I mean that's that's for a running back. Yeah, I fear that that was his last carry as a cowboy, and that you would have to make that decision and say, "Oh, thank you, 
What a literally bad luck. He bet on himself and had his had a career year. Yeah. Right up until that moment. I hope it's not broken. I swore today that it is broken. Yeah. So I didn't see that. Text her on the text line, 806-855-3712. I give this season a 7.5 out of 10. I enjoyed watching them this year. Grateful they were good. I just didn't like the interceptions that cost us some games. I believe they're going to be good next year. I think that's the thing. That Well, I mean, cue up old tape. The Cowboys probably will be good next year. They'll be good enough to get into the playoffs. Yeah. They'll they might be, even win 12 games again. Yeah. And... and but won't be good enough to move beyond. Good is the enemy of great, Ryan. I've read that. It's also, the conversation today is, would you rather be like a Lions fan or a Cowboys fan? Like, Would you rather never be good and never get to the playoffs and just be resigned to your fate? Or win 12 games in back-to-back years and win one playoff game? Win one playoff game every few years. Yeah. Mm. Brock Purdy has as many playoff wins as Romo and Dak. Two. <laughs> That's they, just... each, they each have two. Yeah. They're tied. Brock Purdy, Tony Romo, and Dak Prescott are all tied with career-winning playoff games. Helmet sticker to Alea Chavez setting the scoring record at Monterey, and she's only a sophomore. Pretty wild. You were there. Rob Bro was on the call. Yeah. She's good. And only She's a sophomore. Really good. And that's uh, uh, Etheridge. Cami Eth- Etheridge. Cami Etheridge. National champion, University of Texas, gold medalist. Yeah. She she could play. She didn't have the three-point line, though. I have the point total. You do? Yeah, let me see if I can go back and get it. All right. Because that was one thing I, I couldn't get on the broadcast. I had to look it up afterwards. Um, by the way, helmet sticker to the Monterey uh, Gabe administrator and everybody. They they put on a good product. They have a table set up. Power's already at the table. Always nice. You're not looking around the gym for plugs yourself. Right. Like you do at some places. Yeah. Uh, Kimmy Etheridge, 79 to 82. 1,729 points. And Elia Chavez, in her sophomore season with five games remaining, has passed her. Now, you did mention the, the three-point line. And Elia Chavez will take a transition three every once in a while. Right. Just but to keep him honest. That's not the only reason. No. No. I, don't, I didn't want that to come out like, no, ah, no, no, Bethridge no, no. has had the three-point line. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Uh, and, and, and Chavez, you know... For all the points she scores herself, she also averages six assists a game. That's pretty good. So, she's facilitating. Yeah, this this end, Monterey's got a good team. And so does uh, Cooper. So does Cooper. And Cooper fought the entire time. It's a really good game. And the boys' game was good, too. There's a texture on the text line, 806-855-3712. We're asking you today, how do you grade the Cowboys season? What do you do to get better? Do you stay the course? What What changes do you want? Also handing out Raiderland helmet stickers and uh, what do you believe this week? Every Monday we ask you that. Can't run around all willy-nilly not believing in something. It's dangerous. Texter says the Cowboys can really evaluate what's broken comparing the team with the other seven divisional teams. In 2023, the weakness and need addressing head coach. 
QB1, tossing easy picks, whole offense not showing up consistently. Zeke not a top 15 back in the league anymore. No, he's not a top. He's not a top 35. Uh, except Lamb and Pollard are bright spots. Uh, running back, uh, receiver and running back, seems too much to fix in the offseason. Zach Prescott will not get better. Offensive line. Yeah. You have some serious questions on your offensive line. Is is Tyler Smith going to play left guard next year and Tyron play left tackle? Yeah. Uh, is Terrence Steele going to be back? Are you just going to play Tyron Smith at right tackle until Terrence Steele comes back? Um, and then try to flip him? Are you going to go get a left tackle? Are you going to get a left guard and have Tyler Smith move out to left tackle? Are you going to stick with this center? Beatish? Uh, I don't know. Uh, having Zach Martin and Tyron Smith on the right side is pretty lucrative. And Terrence still towards ACL in you know early December... Yeah, so who knows so what kind of he impact he back, could have. Would he come back next October? Is he going to be back by training camp? Some of these offensive linemen and otherwise have, depending on how good the surgery was, some pretty quick return times, but I don't know. O-line secondary, explosive receiver. They're not going to – see, here's the deal. They don't prioritize the safety position. Right. They have prioritized the cornerback position, but in the last three rounds of the draft, um, Trayvon Diggs, they went and got, and he's been good, but he's when he's off... a boom-bust guy. When he's off the line 10 yards because you're afraid he's going to get burnt, but it's third and two, and they just run slants all day, or drags. I mean, some of it was scheme. Now, you only allowed 19 points. But they were running clock, run clock in the second half, chew clock or whatever that you do on Madden the entire second half. Because they knew that Dak wouldn't score. Did you give this season an A? No. B? No. C? Uh, Yes. Uh, I guess. C plus. But your your talent level, you should have been in the NFC Championship game. I believe that. Now, you ran into the best team in the divisional round. But, I, I don't know. I, I just, Dak Prescott has it in him to be good. But they continually ask him to do things he's not good at. And I don't know if that's Dak just doing them or what, but the game plan for the Bucks game really leaned on Dak's strengths. And then they went back to the stuff that didn't work against the 49ers. And the 49ers defense is really good and probably took away everything that was good that worked against the Bucks. True. But that late sideline throw that he threw interceptions on all year long. Looking like Tyler Shuck. <laughs> like, stop throwing that ball. Stop calling that play. Stop, stop, get, take that route out of the playbook. Yeah. One, don't give him a chance to do it. Two, you're a mature enough quarterback now. Tell yourself, don't throw that pass. And if it is, if it is a read, it should be your first read and not 
hey, let's come back to it. Now, there was pressure, and he threw a really good ball to CD over the middle, but Mm -hmm. on that play, um, T.Y. Hilton was wide open in the left seam, and he threw it on the right seam because he just picks a receiver before the play. And then the, the deep ball to Gallup was awful. Dude threw it outside the hash instead of inside. You guys chime in. Question of the day, how do you grade the Cowboys' season? What do you do now? What do you want the organization to do? What changes, if any? 806-855-3712 to text in. What do you believe to be true to start the week? You tell us that every Monday. And then we got more uh, Raiderland helmet stickers to hand out. Jump in, 806-855-3712. Take the final time out of hour number one. We'll finish it up strong. Tryon Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. This is Brent Musburger's action update on Talk 1340. The best way to start betting smarter is to sign up for a free VSIN subscription at VSIN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. College basketball, number 21 Baylor hosting number 2 Kansas tonight in Waco. The Bears a three-point favorite on their home floor, 149.5 the set total. Baylor on a four-game winning streak. The Jayhawks coming off back-to-back losses. Sunday, the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia. The Eagles hosting the 49ers. Philly opening as a two-and-a-half point home favorite, 45.5 the total. Then a rematch of last year's AFC title game in Kansas City. The Chiefs a one-point favorite over the Bengals, 47.5 the total. Patrick Mahomes suffering a high ankle sprain in the divisional round win over the Jaguars. For vcin.com, I'm Trey Westerberg. Talk 103.9. News, money, sports. Final segment hour number one of two. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Got you till one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. If your air gets a little too Arctic over the next few days, because you know what's coming out there. Uh, you need to call the bear. Callthebear.com. They'll be ready to help. Hopefully you don't need them in an emergency situation, right? But if you do, Arctic Air, the bear will be able to help you out. ESPN 960 in San Angelo. Hi, how you doing down there? Listening in Lubbock on Talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports. How do you grade the Cowboys season? What do you do to get better? What do you want to see changed organizationally? Also, Helmet Sticker Day. Highly coveted. And then uh, what do you believe to be true to start the week? Uh, one texter, by the way, says it has been a great week for Texas Christian University, current employer of Kendrick Bryles. I see what they did there. Did you know that Kendall Bryles was uh, working at TCU now? Yeah, they put out a graphic with his family. Yeah. Did they put his name on it? Very small. Okay. And his kid's head was covering it up. Texter uh, asks you guys at the end of non-conference if you take 17 wins this season. You rightfully decline. Turns out this team was not good in November and no better two months later, in my opinion. Congrats. Yeah. Victory lap. Any interest if Rodgers wanted to be a Cowboy? I'm interested as a Commander fan, says the texter. Obviously getting a little late to the show. Yes. Because that's what you were just positing. Yeah, yeah I'm interested. I mean, why not? I would think 
I'm, I'm putting myself in Jerry Jones' shoes, right? Uh-huh. He would love it. Why not go for broke next year? Because how many more years you got in you? Let's just be real honest here. You reach a certain age in life, and you're, you stop buying calendars. You start buying those 90-day uh, planners, thinking, all right, we'll go from there. But I, again, not trying to be crass, but if I were an owner, and I'm sorry he's at an advanced age. If I was a billionaire and people already <clears throat> thought I was bad at my job, I would go wild for one offseason. Anything and everything. Yeah. I mean, the Rams did it, and they went to two Super Bowls. They were bad in between and are bad now, but they went to two Super Bowls, and they won one. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. Well, I mean, it does, but... Not really. I mean, I guess in the grand scheme. In the grand scheme, they're still printing money. Yeah. The valuation of the franchise, all of that stuff, it doesn't cost you anything. Texter, uh, OBJ will be a cowboy next year. Do you want him? Not necessarily, says the texter. Yeah. I mean, you have to get somebody. I'd rather get DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I'd rather go get four. I would make six trades and go get four free agents, get a couple draft picks, and then by the end of it, not make a single pick in this draft and just shuffle the deck and deal them again. I mean, wouldn't it, I, as a non-Cowboy fan, I, it's hard for me to speak to it, right? But I would think you would at least feel like your organization tried. Yeah. that They, they did everything they could. You know, if I were a Rams fan, all 15 of them. Yeah. You know, what a waste that is. What a waste success was on the uh, Rams in L.A. Because nobody cares. I would take four 6-11 and 11 seasons in a row if we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or more. Texter says, late in today, have you discussed the Pac-12 owing $50 million and what it means for expansion, if anything? Uh, we have not discussed it, and it probably doesn't factor into expansion. But it does let you know, again, they're poorly run. Uh, I, I think expansion is paused anyways. Yeah. Texter says, the greatest C for the Cowboys. No division title couldn't pull through uh, for all the gamblers out there last night. <laughs> it depends on what you had. Maybe if you had teased that to plus 10. Which is, we lived through that, what was going to be a pitchy, pitchy woo. I was like, the only way we can get beat on this is if we have a, uh, you know, fumble, yeah. a, a fumble return or something, which, oh, that never happens. Except when it does. Number one, sign a different kicker. Felt they could have had seven more points on the board if they made that extra point, and they had trust him to take the three points a couple of times last night. Zeke's contract needs to go. Use a first on offensive line. I'd rather spend the first for DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if it's specifically him, but I mean, wouldn't you have loved to have Amari Cooper on yeah. this team? Devontae Adams. Yeah. But, uh, reunite him with his quarterback. They miss Now we're other. talking. 806 855 3712. Top of the hour break. We'll do some more Texas Tech basketball in the next hour, I'm sure. Hand out some Raiderland helmet stickers. It's a quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Barbecue, huh? How do you like your ribs? Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Welcome back. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Congrats to us. We've done it again. We've turned morning into afternoon with you fine people. Working here in the Arctic Air Studios till 1 o'clock on ESPN 960. San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM. News, money, sports. It's Monday. You tell us what you believe to be true to start the week, sports or otherwise. You hand out those Raiderland helmet stickers, those who are deserving of one sports or non-sports. And then the question of the day. Uh, how do you grade the Cowboys season? What does this team do to get better? What does the organization need to do? What do you want to see happen next? 806-855-3712 to text down all those things. We'll look at some Texas Tech basketball in uh, this hour. They are not in action again until Wednesday when West Virginia comes to town. Coming off a, a 68-58 loss there at Kansas State where they led in the first half. Tight, well... Tied it up, obviously, they led in the second half early. Tied it up there at, what, 50? Can't remember whether it was 50 or 51. And then, uh, obviously, not much happened after that. Uh, he's Rob Rowe at Rob Rowe Show on Twitter. One-third of the gambling gauchos. Find their podcasts. Follow them. Listen to the Rob Rowe Show every day from 1 to 2. Talk 103.9 FM right after we're done. I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. The show never ends. So all of that going on today. I uh, just noticed a few minutes ago. The uh, the line shift is beginning to happen with Kansas City and Cincinnati. The first Cincinnati as a favorite number has popped up at Station Casinos. They've got them at minus one. You've got three picks hung out there, and uh, you have Kansas City minus one. South Point Circuit, Golden Nugget, and Caesar. So those books are sometimes not, not slow to move, but their handle is so large that they can absorb uh, more Cincinnati money at this time. So sometimes when you see some of these, uh, even national uh, sports betting operations, they they may not have the handle that the others have, and the handle is key in absorbing the line. I mean, this makes sense, absorbing the bets. So you have to look at that and go, okay, uh, is it, did somebody just walk in and drop a, you know, a limit bet, whatever that is today on the game? I don't know. We'll see. I, I do think this is going to... Shift it. It does seem to imply that a lot of people are of the opinion that one of two things will take place uh, Sunday: either Mahomes won't play at all and can't go with a high ankle sprain, or he is so limited that he starts the game, he's a sitting duck, can't function, can't do much, that that slows down the Chiefs for a, a quarter, whatever it may be, before going to Chad Henney. Right. And I hope he plays. I want him to play for the sake of the game. I want him to play because it's Patrick Mahomes. But even if he plays, you just got to realize, I don't know what percent he is. And the choice this week for Andy Reid is going to be, is a healthy Chad Henney better than whatever Mahomes is? Most often, 
sixty percent Mahomes is is as good as the other quarterback. Right. Not this weekend. Not this weekend. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, the crew. Now, in the regular season game, it was Samaj P. Ryan. Right. And I think Patrick scored on every drive, but the Bengals were just slow and methodical and also scored on every drive, and they had the ball last. Right? If I remember yep. correctly. And then in the in the the AFC Championship game last year, you just didn't score in the second half. Because allegedly there was no drama at uh, halftime. Right. Allegedly everything was fine in the locker room. Allegedly there was no weird play calls there at the end of the first half. Allegedly all of that took place. Texter wants to know, what if Aaron falls off the shelf while Dallas has him? Referring to our discussion last hour of, why not go for Aaron Rodgers? If you want to take a big swing, you do the uh, the Rams deal. You just wheel and deal. You get the best free agents you can get. Don't worry about the future. The future is now. Well, what ha- what happens if he fails? What happens if a guy walks around the stadium with a hot dog? If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, right? Do you think Aaron Rodgers' skill set right now is as good as Tom Brady's was the year he won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay? Yes. I, I would say it's comparable. I would say it's very comparable. Maybe even better in some aspects, physically. Yeah, yeah and... <clears throat> my, my point here... That wasn't a great Tampa Bay team that he was able to take to the Super Bowl. Now, great defense. It was great defense. But I think Dallas is just as talented as that Tampa Bay team that you would or could put around Rodgers for one year. If you could pull off a reunion with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, you you would be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bring the Lubbock kid, Mason Crosby, too. Why not? Yeah. Let him finally kick in some dome yeah. conditions for the whole time. Yeah. So, that yeah, that's my point, that if you are looking at a Rodgers, then you're looking at kind of a Tampa Bay scenario, obviously, the comparisons with Tom Brady. But you, you, you look around and go, okay, how good was that Tampa Bay team with him, without him? They ain't going with Jameis Winston that year. It's well, not going to happen. And if you could, if you go back to Rogers' last MVP season, he's not doing Mahomes stuff. Mm-mm. No, he's getting the ball off in two and a half seconds and never throwing the ball down the field more than twenty yards. Unless he's going maybe, for a DPI, maybe one or two deep shots a game. Yeah. Like, and and they're running the ball. So, yeah, I think with this offensive line, potentially, yeah. I, I do think Aaron Rodgers is an option for the Cowboys. I really do. Now, how do you get Dak's money off the books? Uh, everyone out there saying, well, no GM's dumb enough. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, they Lots are. Lots of GMs are dumb enough. Hi there, New York. Broncos, yeah. You could convince it. The, the Ravens, hey, we, we don't want to pay Lamar, but, hey, Dak's contract's cheap. Yeah. At this point. Compare, yeah, compared if, to what you would have to pay if you're a Ravens organization right yeah. now. So, yes, there are options. And you gave away Amari Cooper for a fifth and a third. If you're just trying to get Dak off the books, 
You don't have to get a ton back. No, and that's what you have to understand as a fan. If that move is made, you have to tell yourself, we're not going to get dollar-for-dollar value. No. You're not going to get close to that. But if you feel like you got to blow this up, then there's a cost to do it. Yeah. If I was really like going full Madden on this offseason, that would be something I would try to do. Yeah. Textures are on the text line, 806-855-3712. Handing out Raiderland helmet stickers today. We ask you on a money, what do you believe to be true this week? And then for the Cowboys, how do you grade the season? What do you do to get better? What are the changes you want to see made? Do you stay the course? What will happen? 806-855-3712. One texter says, the only question that matters, what's the snow outlook and could we get a canceled basketball game instead of a loss? Typically, uh, the opposing team comes in the day before, so West Virginia would be arriving tomorrow. That would be during the height of whatever snow-rain event is going to be taking place. I doubt that they would come early, although I've seen that happen in basketball that you go, all right, because they'll be able to get out Wednesday night. Everything's going to clear out you know, Tuesday night into Wednesday. Things will be clearing. So the day of the game is not necessarily the issue. Um, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if I were Bob Huggins and the director of basketball operations there in Morgantown, I would be trying to change my charter and come in today, make life a little easier. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Texter says it's easy to say, but Dallas needs an elite quarterback. Yeah. Everybody, it's handy to have one. Did, no. I mean, that's not exactly right. I mean, yes, obviously. Better to have one than not. You don't have to have an elite quarterback to win a Super Bowl. You need a cheap quarterback. Yeah. A good, cheap quarterback. Yeah. And an offensive coordinator that plays to his strengths. I still don't think Kellen Moore plays to Dak's strengths. Sometimes. And, And I don't know if that's Dak playing out of the game plan or if that's Kellen Moore... Like, you, you can't know. Right. Which is the even more frustrating point. I would like to I would like to come in here and know what happened and tell you why and give you a solution. But I don't. And obviously, everything we've talked about in the last segment is fictional and will never happen. No. But that would be a better plan than just running this roster back out there next year. This is what's going to happen most likely. Maybe a tinkering here or there, but most likely you are who you are for next year if you're the Cowboys. Texter says, Kellen Moore's final six-man football play proved to us that Jerry, the owner, needs to fire Jerry, the GM. I, I mean, what's your what's your play there? you got to do something. Now, I don't know, I don't know what that thing was going to end up looking like. I have in my mind, and I've gone back and looked at the pre-snap formation, and uh, have seen this comparison also, that what you're seeing there is a rugby play, literally a rugby-style setup where I think the intention was to get the ball out. And I agree with you. I think he was supposed to end up behind the lineman in some form or fashion. And why he settles that route down where he does, basically giving himself up immediately. Because if you watch, there's no one there to to take a pitch, to take a toss, to take a throw that I I have a funny feeling that thing is supposed to start left, 
come back around to the right and that you recycle some of your backs and receivers as you're bringing it up the right side, rinse and repeat, that that Zeke is at some point supposed to handle that football on a pitch, that it's supposed to end up over there. Right. But it's it's just dead on arrival. I mean, one, that gets pressured. You think? How about instead of having Zeke there, how about having your regular center? Yes. Right there, and, and and give yourself a chance, and particularly as you so eloquently pointed out, they showed you the formation, yes. and then they ran the same thing after the timeout. Well, I think we were talking about that before the lined show. Lined out, at least lined up the same way, which you, doesn't matter. Yes, you can't have two plays out of that. No, well, I mean, go right, go left. And Turpin telegraphed it. I don't know. Surely he was supposed to stay behind the offensive lineman. That was such a bad final play. I don't even like. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you I can't truly, have extra people downfield. No, I get the concept, but I look. Turpin was just, criminally uh, underused know, on offense all year long. He's really fast. Have you noticed that? Uh, they, Are there were, ways that you can use a fast guy in that looked, offense? They looked all season. For a deep threat, and they went and got T.Y. Hilton. Can Cavante Turpin not run a go route? Is he is he stupid? Like what? <laughs> Surely he can run straight. Run straight, Forrest. When we get back to the misutilization of talent by your offensive coordinator and your offensive philosophy, there with uh, with more. After that, there goes his head coaching chances. No, just you can't get that lucky, right? You can't get that lucky. 806-855-3712. Got to take the time out. We're rolling through hour number two here in the Arctic Air Studios. How do you grade the Cowboys season? What do you do to get better? Do you stay the course? Do you take a big swing? What do you want to see? Hand out some Raiderland helmet stickers today. Will you uh, Tell us every Monday what you believe to be true, sports or otherwise. Tech basketball on your mind? Well, let us know. 806-855-3712. It's a quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. App. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro going to one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios on ESPN 960 San Angelo Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. Question of the day: How do you grade the Cowboys' season? What do you do to get better? Uh, lots of NFL uh, discussion points. If you want to go down any of those roads, the uh, Chiefs and Bengals set up for another uh, great matchup. We wonder about the Mahomes injury right now with a high ankle sprain, and then uh, Philadelphia and San Francisco. I just want to sit back and watch. I don't want to, I, I mean, really, from an uh, investment standpoint, I don't like either of these two games from trying to come up with a side on it. But, my goodness, that one I think is going to be a lot of fun. I hope we get some good weather on that. I don't want the weather to play too much of an impact. Uh, so hand out some of those Raiderland helmet stickers as well. Tell us what you believe to be true. 806 855 Three seven one two one texter. Hey, Red Raider basketball, not on my mind. See them next year. So if Tech basketball is not on your mind, we don't have to discuss Tech basketball today. There you go. 
Texter says, guys, I love KC, but if I'm 100% honest, Kansas City probably shouldn't beat Cincy with 100% Mahomes. 0-3 the last three with him. They just have their number, it seems. Go Kansas City. All true. It'd be a tough ask even with Mahomes healthy, 100%. I do think one thing that will that I will be interested to see in this game there was much, and I didn't buy into it too much, but there was a lot of talk that people were downgrading Cincinnati because of the offensive line issues, and that was really going to be a, a big, big difference in the game. And Burrow, who always gets the ball out quick, he wouldn't just wouldn't have time, wouldn't be able to run the football. That was mitigated by the snow. The slickness of the turf automatically gives the offense an advantage. It kills pass rush. You're just on skates, and it's much easier for the offensive linemen to handle the pass rush on a slick field, on a wet field, on a snow-covered field. We don't believe that will be the case Sunday in Kansas City. So I do think one of those things that we look at now and go after a great running attack, a great day by that offensive line, okay, Kansas City's front's legit. Kansas City's front's legit. I think that the key to Kansas City is controlling this game defensively. They're front seven. Yeah. I mean, those linebackers, the Chiefs have drafted really well. Kind of a quiet, a quiet draft. But Chris Jones is still elite. Frank Clark losing 30 pounds has made him much more durable this season. And he's not electric by any means, but he does his job. And then Carl Loftus has been a really good rookie. The past Sunday for the Chiefs is defense, in my opinion. Now you have to get uh, some pretty elite defensive back play. Yeah. Uh, and you have to isolate Eli Apple as much as you can. Um, yeah. But defensively, you have to... You you might have two defensive battles in the, in the AFC and NFC championships. Oh, very much so. By the way, uh, somebody asked me who I would go for in the NFC championship game. Right. You know, oh, it's tough to right after the team that beats you to go. No, it's not. Never the Eagles. Go 49ers. Never Eagles. All in on Brock Purdy. Uh, I want the 49ers Chiefs rematch part two. Uh, it would be a great storyline for the NFL. Uh, the only bad option would be Bengals Eagles. Oh. I mean, Bengals 49ers, Chiefs 49ers. Give it to me. Bengals Eagles. Blah, 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 blah. I would have to root for Joe Burrow and the Bengals yeah. wholeheartedly. And I, I wouldn't want to do that. 806-855-3712 to get on the text line. Texter, just imagine if that was the last play for Zeke as a cowboy at center. Getting blown Getting up. trucked. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Look, I'm sure people want to re-sign Tony Pollard, too. I wouldn't. No, I can't do it now. I wouldn't do it before. Uh, well, you got there before I did. Before it was a tough go because of what he's going to command. Um, you draft a running back, you know? Yeah. Fourth round, fifth round running back. Mm. But people do it. All the time. What round was Isaiah Pacheco uh, drafted Gosh. in? Was he fifth? He's pretty good. Yeah. You gotta trust your scouting department there. Sir Roderick Thompson, Dallas Cowboy. 
Texas says, I, I don't have any solutions to fix Dallas, but I would start with a new tight end who doesn't loaf on key plays oh in crunch God. time by Dalton. That I, that I just clenched my teeth. P- people blame players in that situation, and they should because the, the, the Dallas Cowboys at the end-of-game situations are not good, and they've not been good the last two years. But if they're not good consistently and they don't understand situations, are the players bad and lazy? Or are they just poorly coached? You're either coaching it or you're allowing it, right? I mean, there is zero urgency for the Dallas Cowboys in those situations. Consistently, over the last several years, we've yes. seen it play out. Regular season, post, it doesn't matter. I mean, I was shocked that they drove it all the way down the field against Houston. 1-15-1, and and Houston. And they had a 96-yard touchdown drive. The fact that you needed it was one yeah, thing, was one but thing, the but fact that they it. did it was another. Texter on the text line uh, talking about basketball in the postgame press conference still at the Little Apple. Mark Adams was only asked about Kansas State players where he gushed on their buying in and not ask about his staff uh, dropping seventh consecutive game. Were there no West Texas media in the room? Your thoughts? I don't. I, well, there's no TV up there. Yeah. I don't know. Was uh, did the AJ have anybody there? I don't know. I'm, what I'm, is there to ask? You know. Like what they did or not. What answer are you going to get? Yeah. And I get people wanting media to be tough in, in press conferences, especially when you're 0-7. But what are you really going to get yeah, in, that, in that situation? Yeah. Now, if it's the, the midweek and you're, there's not just a game happened, maybe ask some tough questions, but those are normally during our shows anyways. Right. 806-855-3712. Talk a little basketball when we come back if you want to. I've got some thoughts on this team the last couple of games. Find out how you grade the Cowboys season. Anything and everything. 806-855-3712. Quick bottom of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. It's 12.34, you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking it to a 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Circle on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. After uh, this show wraps up, it's the Rob Bro Show, Monday through Friday, right here on Talk 103.9. Use the same text line to get into the Arctic Air Studios, 806-855-3712. We hand out helmet stickers on a Monday. Anyone and everyone deserving recognition, we find out what you believe to be true to start the week. A lot of NFL discussion, particularly around the Cowboys. How do you grade the Cowboys season today? Question O of the day. What do they got to do to get better? 
Do you blow it up? If you blow it up, how do you blow it up? What do you do? Is it even possible to blow up the Cowboys? They might be that good. Always. 806-855-3712. Texter, if if Kansas City can't win the Super Bowl, who's uh, the next two on your list? I guess I'm Cincy because they've never won. Then Frisco? And if you had to bet, how many conference wins do we get? I'm setting the over-under total at three. I assume that's... (laughs) Texas Tech basketball right there. Uh, we talked about the uh, who who you would root for. It would be mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Kansas City's not in. Certainly over the Eagles. But Cincinnati, San Francisco. Eh. Good if story the Chiefs, with Purdy, man. If the Chiefs didn't win the Super Bowl, I would want, I would want the, the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm that fan that's like, well, if you beat us, go ahead and win the Super Bowl. I mean, makes you look well. At least you lost to the yeah, I lost to the champions. The the a, real Super Bowl was played yeah. in Levi's Stadium, right? I mean, I would love for the the 49ers to just hammer the Eagles, beat them by thirty. It's like, oh well, you know, the real NFC Championship was uh, Levi's Stadium. Yeah, hang a banner for that. That's how they. What, what, what was the last? Uh, that happened recently. Oh the 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 Bills Georgia. And, oh no no Georgia oh, and uh, Ohio, Ohio State. State that was the okay. real national. I thought you were talking NFL. No 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 that the that was the real the real national championship. Gotcha. Eight oh six eight five five three seven one two. You got to use the eight oh six. Goes to an angry man in Florida. He will not respond. Eight five five three seven one two. All right, so I said had a few thoughts on Texas Tech basketball. It was the familiar script we have seen. Texter right there trying to do an over-under, we'll say 3.5 total wins from here in conference. Um, man, I don't know. You said it, left. You said last week if they just win one that they could win some. I think you could win five of your next seven. Yeah. And you could lose five of your next seven in, in all those wonderful things in the Big 12. That's four of your next six Big 12 games, by the way. You have LSU in there, too. Particularly Saturday, somewhat limited uh, against Texas, obviously, uh, in, in the application there. But with AMAC's addition to this lineup, mm-hmm. are the Red Raiders better or just different? Because right now I'm not seeing them as a better team with him coming in. I'm seeing them as a different team. And certainly O'Banner looked all out of sorts on Saturday. Saturday? Well. He's looked out of sorts. He's looked out of sorts. Since he scored. Who did he score 20 against? TCU first half? Big first half? No. Maybe. No, he, he no. disappeared. It was the No, he had the fouls TCU, against TCU. Yeah. He had the fouls against TCU. Regardless. He's looked out of sorts for at least two weeks and most of conference play. He's shooting like 25% from three. That is bad. And he's got to be. That's a 40% career three point shooter. And with this lineup, he's got to be a great three point shooter for you. If this is how you're going to play it, if and this is how you're going to play it, they're not going to just stop playing AMAC. Well, you, you can't just shove O'Banner under the bucket like you did last year. No. Because where are AMAC and Bacho playing? They're better than him. And Bacho is looking. Bacho finally flashed this weekend. A little bit. He looked really healthy. And then they had a great pick and roll and just ignored him. I, I don't know who. I don't, I'd don't. i have to go back and look at the point guard. It was late in the game. 
Bacho screams by the guy. They miss the pass on the pick and roll. He resets, bodies up this dude. It's a terrible mismatch. Nobody's in the paint except Bacho and this guy. Then they throw it around the the little three-man weave that they do on the perimeter. Bacho is dominating this guy underneath. He does it for about 10 more seconds. They're just dribbling, and then he gives up and steps out of the paint. They take a long three. He can't get there because he gave up and is six feet out of the paint now. Yep. That's the offensive sets you're running. And in that game, up five, with all the mismatches in the world down low, the Kansas State's really only weakness, you did not force the issue down low with 6-10, 6-10, Is that a failure of player or coach? It's failure of planning and coaching right there, in my opinion. That's and, and maybe that was the plan and they just couldn't execute. Maybe so. But that was baffling to me. How you didn't exploit that late in that game, especially with their biggest guy, most athletic guy, with four fouls. I did chuckle in the first half. Do you remember the uh, possession where Amac gets it on the uh, left wing mid lane and slowly begins the roll to the right for the little one-handed floater? Yeah. I'm like, that took so long to play out. It reminded me of Talladega Nights where they take the Applebee's commercial break during the wreck, and they come back, and Amac's still going right. Yeah. It's effective if he makes that shot. Yeah. But he has zero touch around the rim right now because he hasn't done all that. Right. All that much. I just, uh, I don't know. Texter wants to know wins. I don't know. It's not that I've given up trying to analyze this team. I've given up trying to analyze this team because I think they are who they are. It it, it looks like a dysfunctional offense that I just don't understand what it is they're trying to get out of it, and it's uh, it's bad defensively when it needs to be good. It has some moments, but again, what was it? Fifty tied at fifty with seven fifty one to go. Lose you by give 10. Up massive runs, and you have been giving up massive runs to teams. It's the same old story, too. Yeah. Who who has improved on this roster? In what area has this team improved? Because when we were positive early in the season, early in the Big Twelve season, it's like, well, this team always improves, right? I can't give you anyone. I mean, Tyson inconsistently has improved. Pop has been your best player, but he was that guy when he came. Yeah, <laughs> right. He was taking a lot of shots and making some. I mean, he just takes more shots now. Yeah. And is making the same amount, really. Yeah, the efficiency going down. So I I don't know. I and and Bacho obviously not his fault that he hasn't improved. He had a that illness and the finger back to back. He did look healthier to me this weekend though. But you did you did not force the offense through him late and you didn't force it through AMAC, and I thought you should have. I mean, those two guys have to be your slump busters. You have to be able to get a bucket down there or at least force another foul and get to the line. Right? Yeah. I mean, if they're not, if, if you can't exploit, I mean, Eddie Lampkin just destroyed Kansas State because they don't, they don't have anybody down there. But you didn't even try. What do you, it didn't even cross their mind, it looked like. 
and I, I'm not a basketball genius, and it might not have worked, but that's a better option than what they did. And that's real comfortable me saying it from the couch, but right. I don't know. At, at this point, anything's better, right? You're over. Yeah, what's going to happen? What What could be worse? And any over unders that people want to throw out under. Yeah, until they win, I have <laughs> until, no reason to believe they're going to win a game. I mean, seriously, under. Not in this league. And and it's it's just as frustrating because I agree with all the people that are saying, "Hey, these games have been close." Hey, this team is talented. They're about to bust out. Be there when they do on Wednesday night. A run is coming. Yeah, I agree with all that. Do it. <laughs> right? And again, it is more frustrating, and I have to live with this in every fandom I've ever had. It's more frustrating to be almost good than to just stink. I would rather just stink and get beat like they got beat at Iowa State every week. But no, you have to be up in the, in the second half by multiple points or double digits in several games and then just gack it away every time. And that is way more frustrating because this team has talent. They just can't win. Yeah. And am I talking about the Cowboys? Or are you talking about Tech Men's Basketball? Or Tech Men's Basketball or Tech Football for a decade? Like, I've been there. I know what it's like. I, I I get it. You're talented. You're young. But as Mike Leach told that 2009 team, you've had injuries? Bleep that. You're young? Bleep that. Just go do it. Now, that was Mike Leach's final postgame yes, conference. So but <laughs> maybe there's something to, to glean the, from that, too. But yeah. uh, I just... It, it's frustrating... To be close, right? Preaching to the choir. Man. And, you know, tech athletics, there's a reason they say typical tech, yeah? Yeah. And you try to get past that, but this team is typical tech right now. 806-855-3712 to chime in on the text line. Saddle Tramp chiming in about the Cowboys. Says, my opinion, the coaches and the problems send Dak down the road. Aaron Rodgers, next Cowboy quarterback. I mean, as long as we're, you know, playing fantasy football, I love that. Yeah. Uh, Texter, 100% AMAC has been a disappointment at minimum, right? No. Um, Because I didn't expect him to contribute mightily to this team this year. I honestly wasn't sure uh, that he would even play. So I can't say that he is a disappointment. I think he's been a pleasant surprise. Texter. Is MVP based on regular season? I love our Patrick, but... And then weird stuff was transmitted after that. Yeah, it's regular season. Yeah, it's a regular season award. And he'll win it. What What do you mean, but? He, I don't know. That's a Texter. Don't look at me. He want, he want, he's in the AFC Championship game. He just gutted it up and played through a high ankle sprain. He got a through helmet sticker. What award do you want? He's still the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Joe Burrow's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He's I mean, I, good. I think Patrick's better, but... Patrick's better. It's it's Mahomes, 
it's Burrow a tick behind that. And then a gap. Then it's a handful of others like Allen, Herbert. I still think it's a gap between Purdy. those two and everybody else. You know, you Purdy. Got Purdy in there. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you do not. Oh, Purdy. Yes, you do. Purdy tried to throw two interceptions last night. And the Cowboys just didn't want him. Yeah. The ball hawk, Trayvon Diggs, they hit him right in the gut. Purdy throws, I love this term, he throws a lot of itch passes. You know what itch passes are? No. Interceptions that should have happened. Yeah. That he gets away with a lot of itches. And he has been. It's, it's documented, to your point right there. Yeah. And yesterday he got away with probably about two, maybe three balls that you had a chance to intercept that you didn't. Uh, shout out to Gil Alexander for popularizing that phrase there on Vison. I love it. Itch passes. Yeah. That was a knock on Mahomes the last two years, but yeah, got away from it this year. Got to take the final timeout of the day. You guys jam up the text line, whether it's a little tech basketball. Dallas Cowboys, how do you grade the season? What do you do next? Uh, what do you believe to be true? And hand out some helmet stickers. If we hadn't got to something you're interested in, this is it. Your time to get in. 806-855-3712. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish it up strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Final segment of the day, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Take you to 1 o'clock in the Arctic Air Studio since the Rob Bro show his own self from 1 to 2 on Talk 103.9 FM. So if you're listening on ESPN 960 in San Angelo, download that 103.9 FM app right now so you can keep on listening. How do you grade the Cowboys season? A lot of tech basketball, Raiderland helmet stickers, whatever else is on your mind. 806-855-3712. Text her off the text line, Rob. Uh, tech will only win two games in conference this year, don't know which two will be the wins because, honestly, they can win every game, but they just won't. There's just something off about this team. I'm not being funny here. Yeah, there's the analysis. There's just something off about this team. Talented individuals that can't play talented as a team. Uh, a, a talented group that can't finish games. A talented group that can't play defense. Well, then how can you say they're talented? They are talented. Individually, yeah. Individually. And something's off. Texter, AMAC has not been the all-Big 12 player most unrealistically hoped for. Yes, Ryan, just different. I think AMAC has realized it's not Utah Valley anymore when he tries to dribble. I'll take exception to that. I agree with the idea that they're not better, they're just different. But here's why I take exception. If he'd shown up healthy, if he'd shown up healthy day one, been working out, and played in non-conference, I think you would be seeing a potential All-Big 12-type performer. I'd like to believe that. I don't think this is a case of, well, this hey, you're not you know, at Utah Valley anymore. You're in the Big 12. There would have been an adjustment for sure. Right. But this is a guy who didn't work out with the team until the Thursday before the Saturday game at Texas. You know? Yeah, and then he played 30 minutes. And then he played 30 minutes. And once more... A guy who I, I didn't really expect to impact this team this year after all the injury problems. So anything he gives you right. is gravy. Texter already feels like 30 years since Tech men were in Minneapolis, Minnesota for the Final Four. 
Yeah. Texter wants to know, you want to answer this one? No. How big are NIL dollars and jealousy among players a factor in the lack of cohesion with Texas Tech men's basketball? Oh, I think it's huge. No, you don't. I've heard it's massive. <laughs> no. I've heard they just sit there in the locker room before practice. They're in the players' lounge yeah. area. Yeah. And they just go over their pay stubs. Yeah. Well, and guys walk in front of the other guys and go, look what I got. Yeah, one of them cashes them and just counts on the ping pong table all the all, – he puts it out in 20s. Stacking it up. Yeah. I think it's massive. No, I, <laughs> I I think it's funny that people want to make that the issue. I, I think Occam's razor points to many different things before it points to NIL right. money. They're all doing quite well on the NIL. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, it's the same reason why uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have suffered since Mahomes signed that big contract. Because those offensive linemen aren't getting any of that money. Yeah, they didn't rebuild. You know? Those receivers aren't getting Mahomes-type money. Travis Kelsey, I mean, he's paid okay, but he's not getting Mahomes money. It's not like he's out there running hard trying to get open. The psychology of people who buy into that tells me how you are at your workplace. Or maybe it tells me how perhaps your workplace is. Yeah. That maybe you're of an environment or you're the type of person who is jealous of other people who are, who are making more money, quite frankly. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that about this texture specifically. I don't know. I'm saying there is a subset, a mindset. Right. That I think when I hear people talking about that, I get a good glimpse into who they are or the environment they function in. Yeah. Now, that's easy for me to say. I, of course, make ten times what everybody in this building makes. So how hard is that for me? Yeah, you know, to make that comment when I'm when I'm the Patrick Mahomes of the building, right? It's easy. Yeah, and maybe it's uh, just you get paid for this. You're not. We've got to talk to your agent. We actually, we probably do need to talk to your agent. Texter says, "Hey, just need a new basketball coach." Well, there you go. Get on with that. The Rob Bro Show is looming. You can text in 806-855-3712. I should have just... Well, it's Overreaction Monday. Did I read a text for your show? Was that actually sent in on, on your show on the Overreaction Monday? Yeah, maybe so. I'm going to go to Gators and think about it. We do need to get to Gators and get some gumbo. Get a little hot food on a cold day. Maybe get a to-go order, 98th and slide. Sounds kind of good. All right, the Rob Burroughs Show is next. Big Two Word Tuesday coming up tomorrow. Follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Hyatt Media. We'll see you tonight around 6.30ish on the Daily Broadcast. For Rob, I'm Ryan. See you tomorrow in Raiderland. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.